Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Good evening. Jay Zawoski and Mario Tirabasi are here in studio. Hello. Greg Boyson is at the United Center and will join us uh, in a little while. The Hawks lose 5-3 to the Pittsburgh Penguins on Hosa night. Uh, all in all, a really good, a really positive night. Uh, the Hawks actually played pretty well in this game. We're going to get to that. And, of course, we're going to recap all of the host tonight's festivities. Uh, speaking of that, we've got a new shirt design at the <laughs> CHGO Locker. It is the first new Hawks design that we've come up with so far, and I think it's fitting that we honor the legend himself with this design. Go to chgolocker.com to pick it up. If you're listening on the podcast, it is number 81 in the visor with the banner reflecting and hoisting the Stanley Cup and the little uh, subframe there. Just an awesome-looking shirt. So chgolocker.com to pick up the 81 legendary design. And remember, if you are a member, if you are a diehard member, you save 20% off all merch at chgolocker.com. And if you have not become a diehard yet, remember, every year you get a free shirt. So if you've been waiting, if you've been waiting for that perfect shirt to come along, here it is. And I've been told this is available in a wide variety of sizes. I've had some of my fellow Chubsters uh, complain that the uh, shirts have not been big enough Mm. or notice that they haven't been big enough is probably a better word than complain. These go up to at least 5X. So you've right. got options out there go. for the 81 legendary design. It looks just fantastic. So go pick up one of those. Yeah. Uh, show your support to CHGO and become a diehard because it's just a great, great thing to be part of. So Absolutely. I guess we should start with... Uh, let's, let's, do we want to get the game out of the way? Well, you, or do we want to well, go in chronological order of the night? Yeah, you know what? I think people are here for the host to talk. Don't you think? Sure. We'll get to the game. We're going to recap the game, but... Uh, just a really good night. And I saw somebody on Twitter say, I don't remember who it was, but no one does pageantry like the Blackhawks. It just... Uh, uh, Mark Lazarus, yeah. Yeah, it looks the pomp great. pomp circumstance. Like it's just, yeah. you know, the, the atrium was packed and everybody was there and everybody was happy and ready to go. They bring out Seabrook and Keith and Jalmerson and, and Sharp and everybody's out there, you know, ready to... Talking and praising Marion Hosta. Chris Fosters is out there. Uh, it was just a really nice evening for a guy that 
everybody loves. Yeah. You know, you can tell the way his teammates talk about him, the way the fans revere Marion Hosa. Oh. Uh, this guy is universally beloved, and, and he really deserves this honor. Yeah, it's. I don't think you're ever going to come across a Blackhawks fan who has a negative thing to say about Hosa. And really, I don't know how many NHL or just hockey fans in general could ever say a bad thing about him. Um, having him on the show, uh, meeting him in, in person, you really saw just the the level of humility that he has yeah and he said you know i i uh, he said when he was here i feel like i'm getting all of the credit right now and it wasn't just me and i, I think all these other guys should be getting the credit and they will yeah they will they will <laughs> <Don't worry>. it's just <laughs> it's coming it's just host is the first one of that uh you know of that three cups uh of the modern era group to get you know get his uh his time in in, in the spotlight and Hall of Fame, getting his number retired, uh, a, a guy that absolutely deserves it. And, yeah, I mean, it was just the whole night was uh, very well done. Um, the <laughs> The team was not lying when they said get there early because yeah. uh, 2.30 was the, the opening of the atrium, and by 3 o'clock it was shoulder to shoulder, uh, and, and it was packed with people. So probably going to be the only full sellout they have of of the year. I'd imagine. Um, and it was, yeah, it was. Pe- people showed out. The host of jerseys were were plentiful in in the crowd, and um, just an just a great atmosphere. Uh, the entire ceremony uh, honoring Hosa, the you know the the, the on ice display, uh, the mm-hmm. the legends that were all part of it tonight. Um, the banner going up, like, it was just fantastic, and 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 something I try and do every once in a while uh, when I'm at whatever sporting event uh, it might be. Um, yeah, every every once in a while I try and just you know keep the phone in the pocket. Yeah, exactly. And and yep. I did I did that tonight, and I just I, I closed my computer, turned my phone the other way, and I was just like, I am going to take a moment to just soak this all in, because yes, Patrick Kane. Jonathan Taze, Duncan Keith, like these guys are going to have their nights too, but it, you know, you you don't want to feel like oh ho hum another Jersey retirement like that's not the yeah. that's not the mentality that that I would want to have absolutely not so so seeing it tonight was just like you just take everything in and yeah Blackhawks did an amazing job uh, putting everything together yeah it was great to see Eddie Olchek come back and. Yeah. You could see Edzo sort of feeling the love when he went out there. Mm-hmm. Eddie is a guy who, you know, Hosa told us he never cries. Eddie O is the Eddie opposite. Will cry. Eddie yeah. o will cry all the time <laughs> yeah. at the drop of a hat, and no shame in that at all. I actually envy that about him. <laughs> um, but you could tell he was really feeling the love, had to pause himself a couple times, got choked up a couple times. But even it wasn't even about him, though. It no. was just Eddie remembering all the great memories that this team and and Hosa and, and those teammates that were with him created for this city and for him honestly you know he yeah. had the pleasure of of calling those games and 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 watching all those games and and seeing all those cups won it's special to him like it's special to you and like it's special to Mario and I and to Greg you know these are things that no matter how bad the hawks stay no matter how bad they remain those memories will never be taken away from us, right? right? Even if they're not, you know, in hindsight, there were some things that were not great that were happening behind the scenes. But 
Those Stanley Cups are still won. Those banners are still going to hang forever. And no one can take away the way we all felt when 2010, 2013, and 2015 happened. Right? And it's just, it was really great to see all those guys back in their element, back together. Most of them looking like they can still play. Yeah. I know Nicholas Jalmerson said he's getting ready to start playing again in Sweden. Yeah. And looked lean and mean. Like, he looked... He looked ready to go. He looked ready to go. Siebes? He's enjoying retirement. <laughs> he is yes, enjoying he is. his time away from hockey now and well, away from playing. You know, he's he's coaching in the WHL, but um, yeah, he's enjoying it. I was really interested to see of those people they introduce, of the former players. And, and if you miss the ceremony, uh, they the only Hawks they introduced were the the six that won three cups with mm-hmm. Hosa. Yep. Taves, Kane, Sharp, Jalmerson, Keith, Seabrook. Yep. And... I think the biggest reaction was for Seabrook. You got the Seabrook yeah. chant going yeah. on, and people were really happy to see him. And I had wondered, would his legacy be a little bit tarnished because of how poorly things went towards the end for him? Yeah. But as soon as they showed him, as soon as he came out, all that is forgotten, and only yeah. the good memories remain, which is great. Yeah, I think for, for, for Seabrook, the legacy was kind of already cemented. Um, I mean, even too like Duncan Keith, his last few seasons with the Blackhawks were not the regular Duncan Keith uh, that you that we had all come to to know and love. But I think that just the legacy was still cemented already. And yeah, you you know at the time you harp on Seabrook because he's making a ton of money. He's mm-hmm. kind of anchored the salary cap situation at the time, and he wasn't playing up to those the standards that you would had hoped. But like you said, the memories are the memories. Like they are, they are cemented there. And uh, I think you know, once these guys become the no longer the the active legends, but now the retired legends. Like whatever animosity I think most people had when they were playing, if they had any at all, uh, kind of gets wiped away. Yeah, and I I hope that it's you know. We've been, especially last year, he hasn't really deserved it this year, but we were all critical of Taves last year for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. Yeah. But as soon as that 1,000th game ceremony happened, all of that washed away. Everybody was remembering the great times with him again. Yep. And this year he's had a bit of a rebirth and he's been really, really good. So um, you don't have to really deal with that decline. But it's just, I don't know, it, it's... Sports is so fickle, and it's a lot of what have you done for me lately. Mm. But tonight, it was great to see Hawks fans let Marion Hosa know how much he means to them. Yeah. And there were a few times you know, during our talk with him where I don't know if he had noticed or realized how much people here really like him. Yeah. Like, it, towards the end when I told him, you know, and he said, oh, well, you know, I was, I was only part of this great team. And I said, but here's the difference, Marion. It's you chose to Water. come here. Yeah. And that's why it's different, and that's why Hawks fans have this affection for you because as opposed to being drafted, which is obviously great, and you're homegrown, and that feels great too, Mm -hmm. for the top guy to say, I choose Chicago, that is how you endear yourself to the city, and that's a big part of the reason, aside from delivering completely 100% what we had hoped he would be, that fact that he said, I'm coming here and I'm going to be the missing piece, that that will that will that you're ingrained in Chicago's heart forever for that. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and in the you know the the highlight package <clears throat> that uh, that they showed 
during the ceremony tonight, um, time and time again, you know, whether it was Pat Foley or John Weiderman or, or any of the, the, the players that they interviewed as part of it, they all had a similar sentiment of do any of these three cups happen without Marion Hosa deciding to come to the Blackhawks and, and sign the, the, the contract that he did in, in the summer of 2009? It's, it, it probably would be a much harder journey without him, and I don't know if it happens three times. And no. it's, it's, yeah, one of, one of the marquee free agents at that time, maybe the biggest fish in, in, in the pond in that summer, uh, and to come to the Blackhawks, after they had, you know, a run to the Western Conference Final, a very young up-and-coming team, it really was like all of the planets aligning perfectly. Uh, and he was the he was kind of the last piece of the puzzle that needed to to fit in. And yeah, it's it's it, it really, you know, it, he goes he sometimes can go under the radar because of the amount of spotlight that guys like Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane garner, um, but he's arguably one of the if not the most important piece throughout that stretch of time yeah uh the Lebowski five says the Blackhawks have been playing hockey for 100 years and they only have seven people with their jerseys retired this is not a ho-hum situation absolutely um and and 745 moto fan points out like there are a lot of milestones in this game if Genny Malkin's 1000th game Sidney Crosby scored his first goal ever Against the Blackhawks, which is crazy. Crazy. Uh, Jujar Kara played in he, his 300th game, picked up his 69th point, which is nice. Nice. Um, and uh, it was just, I don't know, it just it had a, a special feel. Taze's 500th career assist, too, I believe. That's true. It, yes. He, if he was credited for yes, that he second was. one. Jonathan yep. Taze got his 500th career assist in this one. So Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, we're having some technical issues where I'm not seeing the chat on the... Uh, on the screen here, so I'm I'm kind of going off YouTube and trying to grab them as best I can. So we'll get your chat comments up there. I'll, when we I'll can. keep you guys updated with the with the comments as well. Appreciate cool. it, Joey. Yeah, um, appreciate everyone in the chat too tonight. Yeah, big game. Love you guys showing out. Um, yeah, all you diehards out there. Um, Ken says, "Is uh, Greg Wyshynski still hanging on to his ridiculous belief that Hosa retirement was planned?" As a means to get out of the last years of his contract, Jesus. if you still believe that, you're just you you just have your head in the sand because read a book. There's there's several re, like first of all, he didn't make that much money salary wise. Right, he wasn't the anchor to the salary cap. There's one reason. Another reason is it's not like they were going out to try to sign somebody that they needed the cap space for. Mm-hmm. Also, and most importantly, there's no scenario. In which the Hawks were worse off with Mar- with Marion Hosa on the team. Right. Whoever they'd use that money for is not going to be Marion Hosa. Even at 36, 37 years old, right. it's nonsense. Go read his book. It's out now. He details it. There's photos of, of him in there getting skin tests. Yeah. He details like having to leave notes for the maids at hotels, like- apologizing for the blood and the pus on the sheets. Come on. Like at this point... I, I usually like Wyshynski stuff, but dude, like pick something up or talk to somebody, you know, come right. to the game tonight, <laughs> you know, talk, I, I don't know. That just seems, that just seems real, real lazy. So um, I hope, I hope he's not still holding on to that because there were plenty of people that had that, those kinds of comments and, and, and whatnot when that was happening. But if you're in the year of our Lord 2022 <laughs> saying Marion Hosa leaving the black retiring, uh, and and going to the Coyotes was cap circumvention and not 
a debilitating injury that forced his retirement. Yeah. Shake your head. Like, geez. Yeah, it's it's pretty pathetic. Um, I, I think there's people that just like to, you know, gather outrage, things to be pissed sure. about. Yeah. And of course, especially against the Blackhawks. Yeah. yeah. And look, like, say you want, like the Seabrook thing, getting out of that deal. That's it's not circumvention, but it's they needed to get out of that. Look, if it was against the rules, it would be written against the rules. Right. And if it's not if it's not written against the rules, then you, you loopholes to be had. Yeah. Uh, another moment that stood out in this one um, was just how like the Hawks have this banner raising machine. Apparently, <laughs> they roll it out. It's like oh, this yeah. big rectangular box with lights on it and everything, and the the banner like comes banner out of it perfectly. It's cool. Yeah, it's like a toaster. Yeah, it's <laughs> a banner toaster. Maybe it's like a press in there, and it just like program it and it creates banners. Um, they're going to need those over the next yeah, few years. Yeah, they're going to need that kind of technology. They just did a, I just think the Hawks always do such a good job. And, mm-hmm. and one question I was asked on Twitter during it was, you know, interesting that Rocky Wirtz was not there at all. And when we talked to Danny uh, yeah. and said, like, what's Rocky's role? He's like, what do you mean? It's the same as it's always been. Yeah, I don't think it's exactly the same. Yeah. And it hasn't been since uh, about March. But um, there were, yeah, I mean, there were a few faces. There were a lot of familiar faces hanging around the uh, the UC tonight, um, both players and, and broadcasters. Uh, but there were some omissions. Um, I think the biggest one was Joel Quenville. And uh, Hosa brought him up. In the in in his speech, thanked him. There was a huge cheer for for Quenville throughout the arena. I get it, um, but I also get him not being there. Yeah, it's it's still a very hard situation with uh, honoring the memory of the of the 2010 team and and especially someone like Quenville and, and the role he played both you know behind the bench but also behind closed doors and. It's it's tough. It's 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 leaving a complicated legacy. Yeah. The whole thing is complicated, but you know, I think you can look, I, I'm not telling anyone how to feel, right? And I'm sure there's people that watched this tonight and said this shouldn't be happening. Right. He was part of that team. In his book, he says he did not know. Um okay, I don't know. We do know though for real and hundred percent that that Quenville knew mm-hmm. and chose to do nothing about it. So I think yeah. the fact that there's no question that Quenville knew makes it very difficult to include him in anything mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, and it would have looked bad for them if Q's out on the ice being cheered and being honored. Yes, it's one thing for Marion to mention him. Yeah. But if he's sitting out there on the on the dais or whatever you want to call it, I don't think they can do that. Yeah, it it, cha- it changes the com- it completely changes the focus of the night. If you if you have Quenville sitting out point. there, if you say here's, hey, and here's all the players, and here's the coach that led them, and here a big cheer, it's just like, the the eyes of the hockey world <clears throat> were on Marion Hosa tonight, and you bring back Joe Quenville to a huge pop at the UC, which would have been, which would have been the the outcome, uh, the entire narrative of the night changes around the hockey world. You know, it's um, funny. Um, so. When when we were talking the other day, as I was reading through Hosa's book, there was a moment in the book. Quenville writes the forward, and here's a little comment that that Quenville wrote. And I don't want this to become a Quenville thing, but I just thought this was interesting as we're as we're talking about it. Yeah, 
This is a quote from Joel Quenville's forward to Hosa's book. I think back to when uh, Hosa got hit by Rafi Torres in that 2012 Phoenix series. That might have been the maddest I've been in a hockey game on the bench. Just knowing that when you lose him, your opportunity is going to be limited. You had a guy stretchered off the ice. Yeah. And Joel's first thing he writes is, it really sucks because hockey-wise. He goes on to say, it turned out it was limited, uh, but it was good to see him come back after that. Okay. Acknowledgement of the guy's health, but the the reason you were mad to see Hosa go down was because it hurts your chances to win. That's that's a tough look. And I think everybody, when they saw that Torres hit, was like, is he ever going to play again? Is he going to be okay? Yeah, it was uh, screw the outcome. When when a when a player gets a hit like that and stretchered off and, and and everything like that, you always wonder about you know their immediate and long term health. Um, it's you know the game the game becomes secondary at that point. But yeah, I mean, different people have different uh, different perspectives in the moment. Some of them change. Some of them don't. Yeah. Question uh, in the chat from No Roids Just Rage. Was Crawford there? Yes. Yes, he was. Corey Crawford making a public appearance. That was nice. I am looking at the photo here. Mario tweeted it out and said, my heart, and we all yeah. share that sentiment. <laughs> yeah. It's Patrick Sharp, uh, Michael Hanzus, Adam Burrish, Duncan Keith, Corey Crawford, Nicholas Jalmerson, Brian Bickle, Michael Roosevelt, Brent Seabrook, Ben Eager, Andrew Ladd, and Johnny Oduya. Those are the guys pictured. Um, I'm sure there were some other you know, luminaries. Yeah. Around. Uh, also, cool to see. We didn't see it. We heard about it because we were back here for the third. But Wayne Gretzky yeah. had a message for Hosa. Um, Mike Fisher and Carrie Underwood had a message for yeah, Hosa, that was, which I thought was weird. That was super random until <laughs> until Greg reminded me that Hosa and Fisher were, were teammates in Ottawa for a number of years. Um, but, yeah, it was just... just Mike Fisher and Carrie Underwood popping up on the screen. I was like, wait a minute, where are we right yeah. now? Like, what is going on here? But And, uh, and yeah. then, of course, his brother Marcel had a Marcel message. Marcel had a message. Was that it? Was they fun. miss anymore? That's all that I remember seeing. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, not not many guys needed to send him a video message because a lot of them that you would have expected were there. <laughs> the region rev says she wanted Hosa to put baby Emma on the cup. That baby seemed to be out. That baby should have been out, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, it had some had some headphones on, and yeah, that was uh, that was that was a fun moment seeing uh, seeing Ho- Hosa's family out there, uh, all his daughters. Um, forget their names, but seeing seeing them out there, Emma, that was Mia, great. and uh, Zo- Zola, Zoe, Z- not Zoe. It's not Zoe. Zora. Z- uh, Zora sounds right. Something like that. Anyways, but yeah, seeing seeing them out there uh, and his wife and his his, his parents, uh, it was great. It was, it was a great. Zoja. Zoha. Zoja. Zoja. Okay, there you go. Yeah. And I love that too. It's Hasova, is the last name for the girls. Oh, do, oh okay. So yeah. so they do that that thing too, where it has the little extra yeah. because it's female. Interesting. Yep. I like yeah. that. That's cool. Yeah. All right, Greg is standing by from the United Center. <laughs> so uh, before we get to him, we're going to tell hey, Greg, you. Greg, we haven't talked about the game. Yeah, yet. we haven't talked. <laughs> we're going to talk about the game with Greg. Sorry, Greg. Uh, <laughs> but we want to tell you about our friends at Green Ridge Farm. They are a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. We've been telling you about those meat sticks, the chicken, the Black Forest beef the jalapeno cheddar, and my favorite, the spicy chili. They're so damn good. I find mine at Pete's. They're at Sam's Club. They're at Costco. Uh, you can find their wonderful deli meat. 
Uh, I've seen that at the Jewel. At Mariano's has Green Ridge Farm. You, you really can't miss it if you're in the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. And it has become my family's go-to deli meat company. There's just something better about Green Ridge Farm meats. And, and part of it is because it's all natural. And they come from recipes generations in the making. Uh, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. And you can always find them, like I said, at Costco, Sam's Club, or in your local Chicagoland grocery store. Check out this deal right now. When you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, those meat sticks will be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Again, three meat products in your cart at GreenRidgeFarm.com, include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, and they will be free by using the code CHGO at checkout. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat. We are also... Presented by, partners with, friends with, Shady Rays, the sunglasses company that's going to make you look just as, well, not just as, but pretty close to as slick as Marion Hosa looked in his suit tonight. Not me. Uh, get, get, get a little <laughs> bit closer, a little bit closer, but not uh, not not quite uh, with your Shady Rays. Uh, they are a sunglasses company that never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change that, and you don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses because Shady Rays has you covered. They are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays is that they have the best protection plan in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your Shady Rays shades, they will replace them, no questions asked, with a brand new pair you drop them in a lake like myself this past summer mm. you can get them repaired in, or replaced immediately if they uh fell off of your uh fell off of your face as you were wiping away tears from during the marion hosa <laughs> uh ceremony tonight and they fell down from the 300 level to the 200 level and snapped shady rays will replace them again uh for free uh, replacement there and even with that strong of a protection program they still managed to make quality that you uh, definitely are going to experience and see, and you're going to get and you're going to get that same quality that you would for with a more expensive pair, but at a very reasonable price. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with that quality as they have over two hundred thousand five star reviews. So exclusively for our CHGO listeners, Shady Rays is going to run their deepest deal of the season when you go to Shady Rays. Dot com and use the promo code CHGO, you are going to get 50% off of two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That, that math pans out to buy one, get one free. Two pairs of Shady Rays for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you find all of their newest and best shades. All right, let's bring him in. Uh, he is Greg Boyson. He is out there at the United Center standing by. Hello, Greg. How Hello, boys. Long time how, no see. Yeah, how, how are we? How was how the recapping going? We have not recapped <laughs> the game at all. The game. We have been waxing poetic about Hosa. You know what? Nobody um, was here for a hockey game tonight anyway. It was like, <laughs> it was weird. They, they had the amazing ceremony, and then it was like, oh, yeah, they still got to play a game tonight. I <laughs> It did feel that way. Well, we want to since we had we've had twenty five minutes to get our thoughts out about Hosa. I want to give you the floor to to share your thoughts on the evening and, and the man himself. Well, it, it's just been such a really cool week to have him back in town. Obviously, 
getting the chance to have him right there in our own studios and talking to him was still a surreal experience. And I think after getting to spend that 45 minutes with him last week and then having him talk tonight, I kind of got a little more understanding where you're like, oh, he's the same exact dude in front of 21,000 people that he was sitting with three of us. Um, just, it's an honor he deserves. Just a, a world-class hockey player, but even better, a world-class human being. Just one of the best guys I've ever gotten the chance to, to cover just on a human being level. So well-deserved, awesome ceremony tonight. Blackhawks always do a really good job when it comes to this. Uh, it was great seeing all the old players back. Very cool that uh, Edzo was back and doing the emceeing. I thought that was a real nice touch. Um, it, it just felt it felt good again, you know, a full house, a loud anthem, you know, uh, you know, I, mean, I don't think we really needed the uh, Irish jig guy to come back, but you know what? It's, it is what it is. Next thing you know, Taint Nugget's going to be jamming again during intermissions. Yeah, and no one wants that. Taint Nugget? Like, come on, if you're bringing back jig guy, they got to get Taint Nugget in encore. Of all the things that I don't miss from the dynasty, the jig guy is number well, one. Here's the thing. I actually, I used to frequent a uh, bar that he bartended at years ago, and he thought he was like the coolest guy ever. I'm like, you don't get paid to do that, and you stand up there and make a jackass out of yourself. Like, you're not anything special, but whatever. I'm sure he scored many a, uh, a uh, romantic partner. Uh, by dropping the, hey, you know who I am. I'm the guy at, who dances at the, the jig at the Hawks games. At the, at the bar he bartended at, that's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it was just, like you said, Greg, just a, a great night. Uh, the Hawks do this stuff unlike anybody else. They, they're just really great. And I never thought, you know, John McDonough got a lot of credit for the Hawks starting to do things like this. But this, to me, was the best ceremony they've ever done. Like, it was Top notch. It looked cool yeah, with the awesome. with the bracelets and the way the the carpet was laid out, and they had the eighty one glowing on one side and the uh, the what, what Mario called the banner toaster <laughs> on the other side. Like I, I just th- I thought it was phenomenal. They absolutely knocked out of the park, and I, I thought it was cool that they did everything early, so they didn't have to rush it. Let Hosa yeah. say what he wants to say. Bring everybody out. I, I think they did a, just a tremendous job. And if I'm thinking like, what would I have changed about it? I don't know. Pat Foley was in the building. He was walking around, so maybe get him involved somehow. But aside from that, like uh, it sounded like uh, Marion specifically asked for Edzo. Yes, he did. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm not telling Marion Hosa no for anything. So yeah, but it it was cool. We did get to see Pat Foley. He was in the building. Um, Nice to see him here as well. Uh, Joey just put a question for me up on the screen, so I guess I have to answer it. Uh, Josh says, "Hey Jay, did you hear that the McDonald's breakfast bagel sandwich?" Hey, that's back? not this podcast. Are they? That's g- the other. Podcast. Were they ever gone? They never went away. I yeah, I didn't think they were gone either. I didn't think they were gone. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, for science, I'll check it out in the morning. Thanks, Josh. I, I am. I am fat Monday at ten a.m. Wrong podcast. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, Greg, what was the? Uh, <laughs> What what was the uh, the the atmosphere like after the game? Because this was uh, uh, you know obviously the everything around the game was was a, a big focus, and and as you kind of said, the the game almost kind of felt secondary tonight. What was the atmosphere from from Richardson and, and from the locker room? Well, 
uh, in addition to the obviously excitement that the the breakfast bagel sandwiches are back, um, you know, the word uh, the word disappointing, the word frustrating was used. Obviously, uh, we got to talk to Phil Kershev. We got to talk to Ian Mitchell a little bit, and then Patrick Kane came out and held court. You know, Kane was disappointed. You know that that they weren't able to win on his on his buddy's big night. Um, Luke Richardson wasn't upset with the effort. I mean, obviously, it was a much better effort than what we saw in Boston. But you still you're you're, you're giving up goals. You're falling behind three nothing. You come back that he was he was happy with the effort, but he said it's exhausting to keep chasing the game, and it's now it's now what 14 of 18 games they've given up the first goal nine go nine games they've fallen behind at least two nothing tonight it was three nothing and it's just a case to the point where the effort was there this team reminded me a lot what we saw those first seven or eight games as opposed to what we've seen the last three or four but it just shows you they can't afford to make mistakes because when they make mistakes they can't afford to take their 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 foot off the pedal for even a shift because when they do the other team's going to cash in and the hawks you know, don't get the bounces go their way. Penguins right away, you know, that, that game-winning goal, it was like, okay, it's Sidney Crosby one-on-one with Caleb Jones, and it went about exactly how you thought a matchup like that would go out. I mean, granted, Sidney Crosby has made a lot of defensemen much better than Caleb Jones looked silly in his years, but still hard to believe that was Sidney Crosby's first-ever goal in the United Center and first-ever win in Chicago. It's, it's insane, a guy that, that – uh, that talented, that you know, a Hall of Famer. It took him all this time to win a game in Chicago. The stat that he had, he has two coming into this game, had two career points in seven games against the Blackhawks, something like that. Yeah, at the United Center. Yeah, he had yeah. never had a goal in in Chicago, including that Stadium Series game. Yeah. Uh, never had a goal. Never been on the ice for a Penguins win in his career. Uh, Dallas is the only now is the only NHL city that he has not scored a goal in in his in his NHL career. You know, just a side note, I was talking about this with Mario. Uh, the fact that he gets booed every time he touches the puck because um, people thought he was overhyped coming into the NHL. Uh, guess what? He lived up to the hype. He has yeah. achieved everything that everyone's like. This is going to be the next generational player, and he was. He's a great player, and if people want to say that he bitches to the refs too much, uh, take a look at number 19 on your own team doing it constantly. The people wearing 19 Blackhawks jerseys saying that Crosby cries too much to the refs. uh, Look in the mirror a little bit. Yeah, the dude was – he's great and continues to be great. A four-point night against the Hawks here. Um, Got a question here from Sam in the chat says, uh, Caleb Jones leads all defensemen on ice with 2036 after being benched with a minus five. Who made this call? Well, the assumption would be that that is Luke Richardson making that call. Um, Morgan, Kevin Dean. Kevin Dean's in charge of the actual getting the defense out there. Sure. Um, That could be a little misleading because there was a lot of power play time and he was out there for some of that. So that probably gave him an extra power play time. Uh, I know they were going with that five forward uh, power play for a lot of times, so he was jumping out there in the second unit. Um, so that might have given him an extra minute, maybe two minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's and, and it's just kind of weird. Sometimes those things, I don't think that was by design, where they they got out there on the ice and said we're going to give Caleb Jones the most time on the ice. It could have been, you know, hey, Connor Murphy and Jake McCabe just spent two minutes killing a penalty. Now you got to put 
Caleb out there. You know, it, it's just it, things. Yeah. Ice time can be a little weird uh, in, in the flow of a game, especially when you're chasing. You know, and that might that might be the reason why he got a little extra time too, because when you're trying to score goals when you're down three nothing, you want to put one of your more offensive linemen defensemen out there a little more. He's got a better chance of giving some offense than you know. You know, Jake McCabe or Connor Murphy, who actually got his first point of the season and, and shot on goal machine Jack Johnson. It's coming. That goal is coming. I might play a dollar on it every day until it plays, and then I'll be minus how many games are left? Yeah. <laughs> minus $81. Yeah, something like that. Uh, JD points out, uh, by the way, if you take out power play time, Caleb Jones was third in ice time. So, yeah, you're not going to have McCabe and Murphy on the power play. So, Look, well, I, it is what like, they're just not very good, and bad players are going to have more ice time than you want, especially until Seth Jones is back. And in the minus five game, Luke Richardson went out of his way to say, "Look, minus five is really bad, but he did not play that poorly. He did not play that bad." But there was a moment in this game, I believe it was the end of the first period, where the Hawks had a possession in their offensive zone late. Uh, they win the faceoff. They've got a, clearly a drawn-up play, and Caleb Jones overskates where he's supposed to be, and Patrick King goes over to him with his palms up, shaking his head, and they talk the whole way off the ice. Like, he does make some mental mistakes sometimes. But, again, this is a guy who is supposed to be your sixth or seventh defenseman, and he's leading you in ice time. That, is, that just is not ideal. Yeah. Caleb Jones has taken on the role of being the scapegoat for this team. Everybody yes, wants to true. pick on him, and some of that he's earned. I mean, he has earned a, a lot of the criticism, but the Blackhawks haven't lost four games in a row just because of Caleb Jones. Uh, and, and when this team is good again, he's not going to be on the roster. So, like, we're wasting a lot of energy getting really upset over, over Caleb Jones. It is what it is. He's going to play while he's here, but he's not part of the long-term play. Well, look, he had a decent game, a minus one, uh, which was the Crosby goal. Joined the club, but guys getting undressed by Sidney Crosby. Right. Uh, 20-36, two shots on goal, five more shot attempts, and three block shots. That's a solid game. Well, like, you can't well. – Yeah. The problem was he got victimized on the game-winning goal, so that's all people are going to remember. Right. Uh, you know, and, yeah, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't his finest moment, but it's Sidney freaking Crosby. You know, he probably would have done that same thing to any other of the Blackhawks defensemen on the ice tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, everyone on the defensive side is is playing above their weight with Seth Jones out. And that's that's just the situation that, that, that we're in. When Seth Jones is back in the lineup, are we going to be pounding the table that because of Caleb Jones's game? No, because he will be shuffled back into – being the seventh defenseman, and yeah, he'll be, be he'll be sitting more than he's playing. Yeah, yeah and I, so mean, I mean, Jake McCabe had a horrible play on the first goal of the game, but there wasn't, you know, the, the pitchforks and torches weren't coming out on Twitter for Jake McCabe, who had an uncharacteristically bad play on, on the first goal of the game. But, you know, when Caleb Jones messes up, everybody wants to, to attack him. Caleb Jones is Caleb Jones. He is what he is. Like, you know, it, it, it seems just like I, I – as I said, he, he deserves some of the criticism, but it seems like a giant waste of energy to just get so upset over your seventh defenseman who won't be a part of this team when, when they're ready to be a playoff team again. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the fact that a lot of attention has been 
and paid to Jones as maybe a develop, a, still a developing player, still a young player. Blackhawks still trying to figure out what they have with him. I think at this point, we know exactly what we have with him, and we have a seventh defenseman. That's what he is. Do, and 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 the amount of weight that we need to put on to his game, and I think the organization needs to put on to his game, should be much lighter than I think it's it's the attention that's being paid to it. So I, I think, you know, one of the questions is, I don't want to spend the whole to- show talking about Caleb Jones, but whatever. It is what it is. It seems like he gets a lot more leash than others, right? And, Greg, I think you're right where part of it is they don't have any puck movers right now. Ian Mitchell's here. Had a nice play in the second period, actually, to try to spring Colin Blackwell, but then Colin Blackwell like stumbled over his own feet. But Mitchell took a look over his shoulder, saw he had time and space, fired a rocket pass right through the center of the ice to the other blue line, and, and Blackwell just couldn't pick it up. Um, but aside from those two, you don't have offensive players. And when offense is your biggest problem, he kind of has to be in the lineup. Right. Now, when Seth comes back, the story changes a little bit. But I just don't see... I don't really see a time where Caleb is going to be benched for an extended period of time because he just brings an element that other guys don't have. And while he is imperfect, he makes a million dollars. He's a bottom pair guy. We should not be losing sleep about the bottom pair guy on a tanking team. I know everyone needs a scapegoat. Everyone needs someone to be mad at. You don't, though. Just don't don't do that. It's okay. It's okay to not scapegoat somebody because everything that's going wrong with this team is not Caleb Jones's fault. Right. He said some bad games, but it's not it's not only him. I promise you that. Yep. All right. Let's do our uh, want to do our four stars of the game here. Sure. Yeah. Let's get to the fun stuff. Yeah, the fun stuff. All right. The three stars of the game. Uh, number three for the Penguins, Ricard Raquel. Uh, he had a he had a game. He did some stuff. He had an erotic as I switched between three stars and the box score. He had a goal. He had an assist, uh, a shot, a shot attempt, a miss shot, and a hit. A lot of ones on his score sheet, but those two points in the plus two. That's what matters most. Solid game for him. Uh, Evgeny Malkin playing his one thousandth game, scored a goal, three shots. Uh, and was credited with three block shots of his own. Mm. Solid game for him. Game. And the number one star, Ho-Hum, another four-point night for the legendary Sidney Crosby. One goal and three assists. Uh, he was tremendous, including the uh, game-winning goal. The fifth goal, by the way, by the Penguins was an empty netter. So he gets the game-winning goal with uh, just over three minutes left. He is your number one star. So my four star, because it's a night of milestones, I'm going to give it to Jujar Kara, who scored a goal in his 300th NHL game. He picked up his 69th point. He also nice. had five shots on goal in this one and two hits. So a really solid game for number 16. He gets my third, my fourth star of the night. All right, my, for the second straight night, I'm going to go with uh, Jason Dickinson. He actually had the real nice play that set up the, the Jujar Kara goal. Uh, fought through a couple defenders behind the net, got the puck back, made a nice drop, but no look behind the pack, you know, back pass for cards, tapping goal. You know, Jay and I were sitting at the at the beginning of the game and we were looking at the lines and I said, yeah, Richardson said he was going to shuffle up the bottom six. And it was kind of like, well, all right, does it really change anything when you just take these six guys that kind of all do the same thing and move them? But that line with Kara, Dickinson, and Blackwell, 
was noticeable from their first shift and all night long, and they had a really nice game. They were effective. They did what they did. Hard on the forecheck. Um, it seems that they had you know, their best scoring chances when that line was on early in the game, and then Dickinson was rewarded with the, with the primary assist. So I'm going to give it to number 17. Yeah, he's, he's, he's moving a lot uh, moving a lot better after dropping a few pounds. Yeah, uh, <laughs> is, is Dickinson there. out a week ago. Uh, they were the Hawks' best line tonight. Uh, Ten shot attempts for six against when they're on the ice. That's a sixty-two and a half Corsi. Uh, really solid game. They were the best. They were by far the best line for the Hawks in this one. So that line played really well. Yeah. Yep. And they produced the the game's opening goal and uh, helped out producing some uh, incredible vibes in the arena tonight. Uh, and that is my fourth star <laughs> of the night. Were the vibes in the arena. Uh, just uh, again, we, we talked about, you know, Marion Hosa, uh, being honored and, and the Blackhawks doing it up. It was incredible to be in the atrium, just an, just packed with people. Yeah. Having, having the, the, the star alumni be there, uh, also, you know, pseudo being celebrated as well as Marion Hosa, um, the entire ceremony, the, the presentation, the, you know, just just the the different moments <clears throat> that we were able to experience tonight were were incredible. Packed building, probably the only time it's going to be packed this year. Um, the anthem, I, I rarely ever uh, record the anthem on my phone just to kind of you know get the the atmosphere and everything. I rarely ever 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 do that, and uh, I did it tonight because I, I I stood up and I was just like looking down at the arena. I was like, oh my god, like it. It is so noticeable between 21,000 oh, and 15,000. It's like, a different building. Like, it's, you know, I know that's math, but also, like, <laughs> just the atmosphere in the building is completely different. And, uh, you know, standing up from, from, from where we were sitting for the anthem, I was just like, oh, this is going to bring back some memories of, you know, when it was consistently like that, consistently loud and, and amped up. And, um, you know, the, the, the Blackhawks... Gave up the first goal of the game again, 64 seconds into the game, so uh, had to come back down. But that first goal from uh, from the Dickinson line with with Kara scoring, uh, and then cutting it to a, a three two game, eventually getting the tying goal. Like it was, you know, the UC was rocking tonight, and it 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 was a it was a throwback. And with 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 Hosa in the building, all the former players, just the flood of memories of like, damn, this team used to be a lot of fucking yeah. fun, man. Like it was. It was it was great to be in the arena tonight and and to see all the old highlight packages and and, and I could go on and on. Uh, it was it, it was great. Uh, the only thing that uh, I think might have brought the vibes down a little bit is the reports of the three hundred level running out of concessions before the game started. Ooh. Before the game started, Ooh, yes. Apparently, according to Twitter, that was a this, an a issue Sox in the game? upper levels. Well, when you ha- when you have people in there two hours before puck drop. And you're used to sometimes not even having half of those concession stands even open. Yeah, reminds me yeah. of a certain uh, barbecue festival they had. At the <laughs> Welcome to the Windy City Smokeout. We have no food. We will not we ordered, be smoking out anything. We, we ordered one pig for fifty thousand people. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. It was great to be in the building tonight. All right, Greg. Before I let you go, we're going to update the tank standings. You're here for it. We're doing it. Thank it. All right. Only two games tonight. This is the epitome, the epitome 
of a tank win, by the way. I think you play well, you're entertaining, and you lose, tank win. Columbus won. Columbus won. That is not a typo. The Blue Yackets actually won a game. So ahead of the tank standings, as always, the Mighty Ducks, literally not mighty anymore, of Anaheim, <laughs> 18 games, 11 points. Ottawa bringing up uh, right there, 13 points in 17 games. Arizona, 13 points in 16 games. Columbus moves up to 13 points in 17. Buffalo, fifth with 14 points in 18 games. And still currently sixth in the tank standings, the Blackhawks with 15 points in 17 games. They're now six, eight, and three. So I believe they are six, nine, and three. ESPN was slow with their updates. Those Ooh. bastards. Yeah, I was I was going to say Blackhawks. Yeah, six, six nine, and three. Are six, nine, and three. Nice. Uh, they are tied with Vancouver, Columbus, and San Jose with 15 points. But as I'm looking here on the old uh, NHL app, mm-hmm. that four-way tie is for fifth place in the tank standings. All right. Hey, that's good. So only ahead of the Blackhawks are Buffalo, Arizona, Ottawa, and Anaheim. Yeah, that's yeah. Columbus now has 15 points. So yes, Connor Bedard. Uh, We're yep. getting close. It's and uh, Arizona is getting Nick Schmaltz and Jacob Chickren back. Uh, Ew. And they're going to have a ton of home games here soon after they complete hey. the 14-game road trip. So, you know, it, things uh, may not be as bad on the take side that we thought, you know, 10 days ago. Or sellouts, and they will have the same amount of people in the building as the Blackhawks did tonight. <laughs> hey, I'll take, I'll take games like tonight every night. Competitive, Absolutely. fun, ultimately fun a loss. Yeah, exactly. All right, Greg. Less of last night. Much like fun dad. That's right. Uh, Thanks for joining us, buddy. Uh, Have a good trip home. Look for Greg's uh, three Hawks hits uh, to publish here shortly on allchgo.com. And, of course, uh, allchgo.com is where you can become a diehard Mm -hmm. and get your free shirt or hat every year. Save 20% on all merch at the CHGO Locker, including our new hosted design. Uh, All of our content is unlocked. Our new it's legendary design. Awesome. Yes, the legendary design is out. So go pick that up at the CHGO Locker. Uh, and if you're a diehard, yeah, you save 20%. That. It pays for itself. So do that. Become a diehard. And we want to remind everybody that the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy-saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. That's comed.com slash poweringbiz. Ready to sign up for a facility assessment? Call them at 855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with a Comed Energy Efficiency Program representative. Email businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online on their website at comed.com slash facility assessment. You know, earlier I was talking about Shady Rays and how good you're going to look 
in those Shady Rays sunglasses. If you want to look even better, pair those Shady Rays sunglasses with some Pins and Aces golf apparel. It is not golf weather in Chicago unless you go to the heated Top Golf uh, arenas. But fun. if you like to uh, take a trip out to Arizona or Florida where you can golf year-round, you can bring those Shady Rays and Pins and Aces golf apparel with you, and you're going to be looking great on the course. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of CHGO. They're also the presenting sponsor for the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All City Network, and they uh, have some of the best golf apparel, polos, hats, bags, you name it. They have it at Pins and Aces, and what they have that most other, and I don't actually, you know, I don't think any other golf apparel company has something like this. It is the beer sleeve, the innovative product that allows you to store seven beers in your golf bag and keep them cold for the entire round. You love to see that. Uh, Pins and Aces brings that to the table, and you can get yourself some hats, polos, uh, a golf bag, the beer sleeve, and much more. If you go to pinsandaces.com, check out their entire catalog. And when you do, use the promo code CHGO. You're going to get 15% off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping. Again, that's pinsandaces.com using the promo code CHGO. All right, and now it is time for our DraftKings King of the Game. Oh, yes. And you're never going to guess who we came up with for this one. Mm. You guessed it. Yep. It Look is Marion Hosa. That smile. 525 goals, 609 assists. This is a big game. 1,134 <laughs> points and three cups, all in this game. <laughs> Congratulations to Marion Hosa, the king of the game, yep. and one of my all-time favorite hockey players. I will stand by that forever. Absolutely love the guy. King of Chicago. And uh, fantastic. And I, I, I know he felt the love this week as he absolutely deserves. And hockey fans, it is time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers, you can bet 5 bucks on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. If that wasn't enough excitement for you, turn those small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. I love playing the same-game parlays. They are so fun. You say, for instance, I think... Sidney Crosby's going to score. The Penguins are going to win by two. I'm taking the. I'm taking Jonathan Taves to score a point. Boom. You combine those together. Tonight you would have been a big winner on a small bet. That's how those same game parlays work. It's awesome. They're so much fun. That's what I love to do. Bet a buck. Bet two bucks. And if those hit, you're feeling great. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, no big deal. It's a buck or two. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code CHGO. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 back in free bets if they do. That's code CHGO at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Good pointing job. I can never properly... I just can't do it. I don't understand how the pointing works because I'm not looking. I can see myself on the screen, but it's not like a mirror, so I'm always backwards on the pointing. Mario is a pointing expert. Where'd my hand go? Whoa! Wow, Jesus scared me. We are we are running out of ideas. Wow, that was scary. I thought for real your hand went away for a second. No roids, just rage. Says Hawks need to start weaponizing their cap space for a lot of picks. 
start the fire sale before other teams start selling off early. I would caution that. Uh, first of all, there's not a, team, a lot of teams looking to buy right now. If yeah. they're going to take on Kane, Taves, whoever, the later the season goes, the easier it is to absorb those contracts. Yeah. So that matters. They become less less expensive as the season goes on. So that is something that's going to be considered. Also, the Hawks are wise to to hold on and make teams panic mm. and drive up the price. Sure, if you want to take on a contract, if you know somebody's got a veteran player they don't want anymore and they need cap space, sure, we'll take on Milan Lucic in a first round pick. Mm. Sure, go nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I to start selling off Domi and Athanasiu and Kane and Taves and whoever else right now, it's way too early. Teams don't really even establish themselves as buyers, sellers, contenders, pretenders. Thanksgiving is usually the marking spot for that, like for those first conversations to begin. Yeah. So nothing's happening around the league transaction-wise. There's no reason to rush. Um, and again, from what Kyle Davidson said, if we're talking about Taves and Kane, he's waiting for them to come to him mm-hmm. before he goes to them. So it could be up to the deadline. It may never happen. Right. Yeah, I, I think we're we're still going to see some time pass and some some of the standings and, and contenders and pretenders start to uh, truly emerge before anything like that um, starts to happen where they're, you know, taking on bad contracts or anything uh, of that nature. And, and yeah, I think with their, their two biggest potential trade pieces, um, it's, it's best to wait because you, you may have a team <clears throat> that loses a, a, a key player. Uh, you know, key contributor and get desperate in late January, February, you know, leading up to the trade deadline. And they may look at the Blackhawks and, and, you know, Taze and Kane could be potentially available, could, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, there, there could be a big injury that a team says like, hey, like we need to make a deal. We need, to ma- we need one of these two guys at the biggest offer we can give them. Um, that's going to play in the Blackhawks' favor uh, much better than if they try and do something even before Christmas. Like, you know, yeah, you're, you're not going to get you're, you're probably not going to get as much. Yeah, not a lot of blockbuster deals happen before Christmas. Yeah, that's that's very rare. Um, no Roids also says I heard there's been a, a lot of Boston Bruins scouts at Hawks games. Mm-hmm. Have you guys noticed any? Yes, I've also noticed scouts from Detroit, scouts from the Sharks. Um, who else have we seen up there? Nashville keeps a scout here pretty much every game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What I've been, what I've been yes. seeing. I've seen a Vegas scout there before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw Kirk Malpe. Yeah, he uh, got in my way and apologized. Man, I said that's right, Kirk Malpe. <laughs> I'll push you down these stairs. He got uh, he got a shout out uh, in host. Yes, he did. Host a speech tonight. <laughs> that's why Hosa couldn't wear eighteen in Detroit. Also, uh, <laughs> I loved the Detroit sucks chant. During uh, during Hosa's speech, that was uh, that I think was Hosa a, liked it too. He did too. Yeah, it was it was a good moment, a fun moment. So, speaking of that, mm. this has been bugging me all year. Oh, let's go Blackhawks is not the chant. It has happened at every game this season. Let's, let's go Blackhawks. That's not the oh, chant. No, it's not. It is let's go Hawks because it it very much contradicts when the Red Wings fans come to town and say let's go Red Wings. You're supposed to say, let's go Hawks, but they always say Detroit sucks. Mm-hmm. It's the three-syllable chant, not the four-syllable chant. So if you're in a Hawks game, it's not let's go Blackhawks. It's let's go Hawks. 
All right, there, yeah. I've said my piece. And John Hansen will make sure that you know it's Let's Go Hawks. Indeed, he will. Loudly. He, he does a good job of doing that. Yes, he does. Okay, uh, we're almost done. couple things. Tuesday, Bernie Nichols mm-hmm. joining us at 2 o'clock. So you old head OG Hawks fans <laughs> have a legend. I'm going to be really psyched about talking to Bernie Nichols. He's got a book out, too. That's Tuesday. I'm getting ahead of myself. Tomorrow, we're remote, but we're here. 2.30, mailbag show. So if you've got some questions, hit us up on Twitter at CHGO underscore Blackhawks. If you're a CHGO diehard, you've got access to our Discord channel. Hit us up there. That's a great way to get in touch with us as well. Or if you're old school, you can email Blackhawks <laughs> at allCHGO.com. I don't think anyone has done that yet. No? And uh, don't. Because right. then i got to check it and remember the <laughs> password. So just tweet at us. Hit us up in a Discord. We're very easy to find. Yes. Uh, so just just do it that way. And and, and uh, make sure you're following us on social media. Yeah. At CHGO underscore Blackhawks. He's at Mario underscore Tirabasi. I'm at Jay Zawaski. And Greg is at Greg Boyson. And we want to give you one final reminder before we wrap up. That legendary 81 design mm-hmm. dropped today at 4 p.m. This is a limited run. Yeah. So if you want one of these, yes, jump is- on it. I know people say, like, tickets are going fast, and they've sold, like, three in an effort to sell more tickets. That is not the case here. Yeah. This is a limited run. There is only, uh, you know, so many available, and once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. So jump on this design, chgolocker.com. If you're a diehard, you save 20%. If you want to become a diehard, this would be your first shirt. It would be free, mm-hmm. and you'll get a new one every year upon renewal. So go to allchgo.com to become a diehard. Go to chgolocker.com to check out the 81 legendary design. It is absolutely sweet. I ordered mine. Yep. Mario ordered his. Greg ordered his because we're not missing out on these because they are awesome. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, we've been wanting a new design for y'all for a long time, yep. and we got one. So make sure you show the company, Perfect. hey, Hawks Tiny. fans are here too, and we want the shirts, so buy the shirts. Yeah, definitely. Uh, jump on this because, uh, like Jay said, it is a limited release. I saw a few people uh, on Twitter today saying, like, oh, I'll wait till my uh, I'll wait till my subscription renews, my diehard subscription renews, and I'll get it for free. No, no, you need to jump on it now because yeah, it, uh, you know, it may not, uh, may not be there when, uh, when you're waiting on that new free shirt. You got to jump on it now. Uh, and, and look, this is one of the best uh, players that has ever played for the Chicago Blackhawks. One of seven numbers to be retired uh, by this organization in nearly 100 years. Yep. It means something. So, you know, show off uh, your, your support for, for the legend that was honored tonight. Um, show off your support for CHGO. And uh, you're going to look good doing it. Absolutely. All beautiful right. design. We Shout will, out to, to, yeah. to Eric for the design. For yeah, sure. great design. We love it. We love it. All right, we're back with you tomorrow at 2.30 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Thanks to Joey for running the show. We greatly appreciate it. Remember, Apologies for the tank standings. Uh, you know, it's my first time here in a while. Yeah. Hey, First time here in a while. It it's happens. a tank win for you, too. You Good got point. it right eventually. Good tank spin win. on that one. Good spin. <laughs> win. Uh, remember, Mailbag Monday tomorrow and Bernie Nichols Tuesday at 2.00 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.